Welcome to The Great Sources, where we explore fundamental Torah ideas through the great books and sources of Jewish thought. So tonight we're going to talk about Tchiz What it is, what Tchiz is, and what its purpose is. So on the matter of Tchiz there are two very opposing schools of thought. So we're going to focus on the Shita Sarambam. And the other school of thought is the Ramban and the Avodah Sakhoidesh, further developed by the Ramchal. So here's what they agree to. Here's what everyone agrees to. Hashem will put body and soul back together. But that's it. That's basically the only part they agree on. From here on, there's a tremendous divergence. The Ramam says that this reuniting of body and soul is temporary. Temporary. The person's going to come back to life. Tzadikim, the Ramam says. We'll come back to life, we'll be brought back to life, and then we'll die again. The final end, according to the Rambam, the final schar, the final most perfect state, is purely spiritual, with no matter. Olam Haba is purely spiritual. The Ramban and the, and the others in that camp say that Olam Haba, as in the final schar, and Chiz are identical. And the, the final schar is experienced, enjoyed by the body and the soul, by the guf and the neshama. The guf came back to life, and the guf lasts forever after Tchiz So, according to the Rambam, Tchiz is an interim stage. It's just a nace, something good that's going to happen. It is not the end game. The end game is, is purely spiritual, according to Ramban and those that's cool. It's, it's the ultimate reward and it's synonymous with Elam Haba. Okay, so let's begin with the Shita Saram. So, as is well known, this is an Iker. The Rabbah counts it as one of the Yudgimel Iker. Now, although it's an Iker, it gets very little coverage in the Rabbah. We discussed the Iker. In Chelek, in, in Chelek and Sanhedrin, in the Pisha Mishnais, so he spent some time talking about Alam Haba, Ganeidin, Yemosim Sheikh, Tchiesamesim. He has a paragraph where he just talks about Tchiesamesim. And then he goes through the Yesaitis, Yesait Harishin, gets a paragraph, Yesait Hashem, Yesait Hashlishi, and so on. And the last Yesait is Tchiesamesim, Ukrar Biarnu, nothing more to say about it. Says very little about it. And he notices this, we'll talk about it. The Ram himself discusses this. In the Mishnah Torah, the Ram also barely speaks about Tchiesamesim. Um, the only place I know for sure, although it must be others, but, but I would think, is in Ochus Truva where he lists the people who have no chelik alam haba, some of them is kaifu But never does he describe what chiyas amesim is or when it's going to be, not in Mishnah Torah at least. Okay, so first let's talk about well, why is it a nikr? Why is it a nikr? The Ram counts it in the ikr. Why is it one of the Yisoydeh Hadas? Why is it important? to believe that eventually Hashem will be behind Mason. Particularly, we're talking about the Rambam, 
that this is not the end of everything. This is just something that's eventually going to happen, that the Sadiqim are going to come back to life. Why is that so important? So for this, we turn to uh, an Igeres, or Maimer Tchiyas HaMesim, a letter that the Rambam wrote. Not really a letter. He wrote it as an essay. And he wrote it as a response to the, to the suspicion that he was under um, by many people that, uh, that he didn't believe in any physical Tchiyas HaMesim. And not least among these people was the Ravid and this Truva. Who says, says the way that I'm speaking, it seems to me like he's, he sounds like those people who say that Tchiyas is not physical. Now this is where the Rambam is talking about Al-Habba, but as we know, as you mentioned, and, and the Rambam explains in the Maimah, the Rambam differentiates between Al-Habba and Tchiyas HaMesim. He doesn't talk about Tchiyas HaMesim in, in Tchiyas HaMesim. That's true, but he says Al-Habba is purely spiritual. So the Rambam says, oh, it seems to me like this person believes that Tchiyas HaMesim is not physical. But the answer is the Rambam, and this is what the Rambam wants to explain in this Maimah, that Al-Habba and Tchiyas HaMesim are two different things. And of course I believe in, in physical Tchiyas HaMesim. And everyone has to believe in a physical Tchiyas HaMesim. There are psukim, there's a psukim mainly in Daniel that says it completely explicitly, there's no way out. It's definitely Mephorish in, in Daniel that there's going to be a physical Tchiyas HaMesim. And yes, of course I believe in that. And this is what the Maimer is coming to explain. The Maimer is coming to explain the Ram Sheet about Tchiyas HaMesim, which, like I said, he really says very little about in other places. But he starts off, and, and this is an amazing Maimer, and there's so much to learn from it. And we're going to take out a few things. Um, he starts off saying the following. He says, the fact that I was misunderstood, says the Rambam, the fact that I was misunderstood, even though everything I said is very clear, he says that I'm not surprised. Because, take the Torah. Hashem wants to teach us the Yisoy that Hashem Echod. Hashem Alekin Hashem Echod. Nothing could be more explicit than that. Hashem Alekin Hashem Echod. Seems very clear. And yet, he says, the Christians took this and said, Hashem Alekin Hashem, there's are three names. That means Hashem is made up of three parts. So you see that even often a pastor that says Hashem Alekin Hashem Echod can be misunderstood. No surprise that things that I said, which are so, seem to me to be so obvious and so clear, can be taken out of, can be misunderstood. But I'll do what I have to do to explain. So in the Maimir he explains. Alam Haba, the Gemara says, Alam Haba has no eating and drinking. If Alam Haba has no eating and drinking, says the Rambam, then in Alam Haba, there can't be a guf. Because Rambam says, we know from science what the purpose of the guf is. Everything about the guf is necessary because the guf needs food to live. You need food, you need legs to get the food, you need hands to, to work, to, do, to get things, to get food, to keep yourself alive. You need a digestive system to digest the food, you need a mouth to eat it, etc. If there's no achil or shtiyah, as the Gemara says in Brachas, in Haba, must be in Elam Haba, there's no body, because Hashem wouldn't make something levatolo. Therefore, Elam Haba and Tchis HaMesim must be two different things. Additionally, says the Rambam, the body and all matter is inherently deficient. It's flawed. It must eventually decay. And this is a big side of Rambam says in many places that there's an inherent flaw and deficiency in matter and choymer. There's no such thing as matter that can live forever. There's no such thing as physical things that live forever. All physical things tend to decay. Tend, meaning that's where they, they go towards decay. They never... Entropy? Is that what it's called? Okay. Fine. Okay. There you go. All things deteriorate. All things deteriorate. Entropy. So this is an Aristotelian idea. 
and, and the Rambam repeats this many times. And therefore he says, the body cannot live forever. And this is so important that even in that little paragraph where the Rambam in Chilik does talk about Tchiyas HaMesim, where he explains what Tchiyas HaMesim is, he says, it's a Yisait from the Yisaitis of Teres Moshe There's no religion or connection with the Jewish nation, someone who doesn't believe in that. There's a reason why he says that phrase, but I don't think we'll get to that. But it's only for Tzadikim. Okay, not Rishon. Then he says, and no, that per a person must eventually die and, and uh, go back to what he's composed of. Because the idea is that everything, everything material is composed of the elements and all the elements go back and fall apart. So why can't there be a Tchizah Mason? So he addresses that too. So it's miraculous, right? So there's a world, there's a nature of the world. The nature of the world is that everything physical goes back to its parts, falls apart. So then Tchizah Mason is a miracle. It's a miracle, says the Rabbim. It's not built into the nature of reality. And miracles never go, never last. Okay? The reason for that is because the Rambam says because then you wouldn't know it's a miracle. This is very, this is very complicated. This has to do with the Rambam Shit of Anis and Bechal. And the Rambam talks about it. We're not going to go into that. But there's a rule that Rambam knows that no nace is masmid, no nace continues in that form. Is that, is that rule going to apply even uh, yeah, yes, according to the Ramam, that's the, yes, according to Ramam, Mer talks about the, and this letter that there's Olam Kibben Hagei Noig, the rules of, of reality, of creation are eternal. The rules of, of the world as we know it are permanent and immutable. There's also such thing as a nace, which we'll talk about what that is, but is never continues. What? A nace to begin with isn't a physical principle, it's a spiritual principle, so it exists. And Nase transcends this world, so... Well, we'll talk about what the Rambam Sheet is about Nisim, and, and, and um, we're not going to get to this point, though. How the Rambam knows, maybe another time we should talk about Nisim, the Rambam Sheet, but, but the Rambam holds that an ace cannot be permanent. Okay. The Rambam also talks about this question, why is it an Iker? Okay, so why is it an Iker? Why is it an Iker to know that at some point in the future Hashem is going to do a miracle? Why is that an Iker? And it's just a fascinating thing because everyone knows it's a nicker and he said, you can look but I don't think very few people know why is it a nicker. And the Ram says something very interesting. He says, it's a Pasuk in Daniel. The only reason the person would deny it and maybe dray out of that Pasuk and somehow explain the Pasuk some other way, which is totally against the Pasuk's meaning, simple meaning, he says, and it would be very difficult to do that. The only reason the person would do that and deny that Hashem is eventually going to Mechaim Mason like Daniel said he would, is because that person doesn't believe that miracles are possible. Doesn't believe that Nisim are possible. If he doesn't believe that Nisim are possible, that means he believed the world always existed. We're not going to go into the philosophy of that. Basically, is that if you believe the world always existed, that means you think that everything about reality is what must be. There's no such thing as Hashem choosing or decide, deciding to do something new, as it were. Mashenki, if you believe in Kadm, in Briyas, Yeshmi Ayin, in the fact that Hashem at one point created the world, then all Nisim are also possible. Same way he decided to do that, he can decide to do Kriz Yamsuf or the Nisim. Okay? So if someone denies Nisim, that means he believes in Kadmus Ha'ilam, and that the world always existed. And if someone believes that, as we explained in the Moira, he, um, It's not me, Adas, Moshe, and Avraham. 
not me'adas Moshev Avraham. Why he used this lashon, we're not going to go into that, but that's what he's referring to in, in, in Chelek, where he says you don't have, you're not part of, you don't have a Chelek in Das or the Umma Yisraelis. There's Moshe and there's Avraham. And to, if you believe in Kadmus Ha'elam, if you believe in the fact that the world always existed, you're not part of Adas Moshev Avraham. And that's why it's an Iker. That's why it's an Iker. Because if you deny it, you're denying it because you don't believe in Nisan. If you don't believe in Nisan, it means you believe the world. It's Kadmain, as in Hashem doesn't decide to do anything new. Everything that is, is, is because it must be so. And it must come from God. It's not a matter of Him Isn't choosing to do something. Uh, no, I don't think so. No. Right. Got, okay. Okay. Got to look into that. No, isn't it? We're good saying Hashem doesn't have a shkafa in the world. What? Kadmasalim? Right. Kadmasalim would deny. Uh, uh, would deny. Um, I'm not sure about that. It could be, but Kadmasalim doesn't mean that you are are trusting about supervision or something like that. Right. That's what he's saying. Right. That there wouldn't be a shkafa pratis. I I don't remember now what. The, uh, at least not the way around believers. But you know what? I, I don't think that's really to do with Of course it does. No, well, right, okay. Um, I think that'll be for another time. I don't know the answer to what you're raising. And, and uh, it's, a, it's a fascinating topic in the Ramam, his sheet about Kadam but not for now. Okay, so, so that's what this is really about. It's really about the belief in Nisim. So the obvious question is, well, why this Nis then? Why is the Iker Tchis HaMesim? If it's about belief in Nisim. Why is there Tchis HaMesim? What? Is this related to why is there well, Tchis HaMesim? That's another question. The obvious question. I was waiting for that. Well, yeah, I thought it would have something to do with why it's an Iker, but now that I see that it doesn't, so I'm just going to raise it. Right, right. We'll get to that. We'll get to that soon. Right. What, we, what do we need it for? What do we do? What's the point? Sure. What? Right, right. Yeah. Okay, so the first question is, the first question is why Dafka this miracle? Dafka this one is, is the Yisaid, to believe in this nace. Which actually I found this in, in the Sefer Re'eya Muna, which is a very nice Sefer from uh, Ramos Shapiro, Satsal, on, on Yudgam Likram. He asked this question. Um, I'm going to suggest a different Mahalach than he says. The Ramam in, in, the, in this Mimer also talks about three different issues, which is Kedai to talk about. He, he, one question he says, how come Tchiyas HaMesim is not mentioned in the Torah, Mefurish? And if you look, if you learn the Bechelik, so the Gemara says Tchiyas HaMesim is not Torah. And the Gemara brings these very strange drushes. It always bothers me, it's very fire drushes. But the Rabbah noticed that. He says, he says and even the, though the Gemara brings drushes, they're a Muslim Nistarim, they're hidden from Muslim. And the question is, why would the Torah not say it openly, instead mentioning it in a way or hinting, alluding to it in a way that, of, of someone who's dafka trying to hide his illusions. There are drushes that are, the, the Torah says drushes sometimes, sometimes doesn't say things openly, but the drushes are also clear if you understand drushes. But here the Gemara, it's like the Torah is alluding to it, but dafka trying to hide it. That's Ram's understanding of those strange drushes. So why? What's the reason for that? Another thing he deals with is um, that, that if anything, it's, there are many psukim in, in Tanakh that indicate the opposite. Like in Eev it says that there's no Tchis HaMesim. There's a passage in Eev that says, Oshuv, I will go and I won't return. Pasuk in Shmuel, Kimais Namos, going to die. Like water that spills to the ground and never gets collected. Ruach Heilech Veloy Oshuv, 
That's um, in Tehillim, Ruach Yoshua. So this Pesukim that seemed to indicate that uh, death is permanent. So he says a remarkable thing about the, about the first question, and then we'll get to the second question. It's a little bit related. He says, he says, the Torah was given to a people, to a generation, that were, were not ready to accept that Hashem speaks to a Navi. As we find that they that they said, Now we see that, man, that Hashem speaks to a man. So they weren't, that was something that they had to learn. They weren't able to accept that. They weren't ready for that. And, he says, they also didn't believe in, in Nisim. They didn't believe in Nisim. They assumed that, um, that Nisim were Kishof. And he, he brings the Mitzrim. But the Mitzvah threw down the Matis. So he's not, he, 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 he seems to be assuming, and I don't want to get into the, the, the Nishnasai Ha'istoris of the Rabbim, how he understand, you know, how he understands Klal Yisrael's Maimit. But what he says is that Klal Yisrael, like the Mitzvah, believed in natural things, okay, did not believe in Nisim, even though they believed in Kishif, not going into that, and they didn't believe that, that Hashem could speak to, to a Navi. So to believe in, in, in a nace, and or a nace that's going to happen in the future, you have to believe in Nisim and believe the Navi, who tells this to you? So the Torah was given to Klai, so at a time where they weren't ready to process this. So it, had, so it doesn't say it openly. It's there, but it's hidden. For those who are capable of understanding, will understand it. Then the Nisim happened, and then Klai so gets ready for it, and then it could become something out in the open. Fascinating thing. What about the Pesukim that say the reverse? The opposite. So he says those psukim are describing nature, and and this is a this is a nace. So he says it's like the pasuk in last expression when Moshe Rabbeinu said Haminasela hazen noitzi lechemoyim, and then he does. Oh, so what do you mean Haminasela lechemoyim? You see, the answer is he's saying this rock can't take water naturally, but a miracle is going to happen. So all these psukim are describing the nature is that man doesn't come back. So it's very important. According to the Rambam, Tchiyas Amesim goes against. The essence of reality as we know it, the, which is a true reality. is the world that Hashem created. We happen to know that He's going to, at some point in the future, do this temporary nace. But it doesn't change the essence of reality, and it won't even then change the essence of reality. It's only temporary. The third thing the Ramam talks about is why was he Makatzer? Why was he so Makatzer in the Ikr of Tchisa Mesim? This is almost nothing about in Mishnah Torah. In Chelek, he just, like we said, he just comments. I explained it already, and there's a little paragraph where he says what it is, but know that it's not forever. Why, is he not, why doesn't he say more about it? So he says, you know what I could tell you more about? I could explain something which is natural, something that there are rules about. Like Olam Haba, the immortality of the soul, according to the Ramah. The fact that the soul lasts forever, that's not a nace. That's, that's the nature of reality. The soul is eternal. The body is not. The soul is. That, he says, I've got to talk about it. I can explain it to you, and I can help you understand it. A nace... By definition, is that, with, is that with which we're not familiar? And we, we, have, we have no rules. It doesn't fit into the rules. So the only thing that you could say about an ace is accepted. Okay, I can't find that Lushen. 
Here it is. All that you're supposed to do is believe it like it says in the Haggadah, like in the Haggadahs, which we'll talk about, which Haggadahs I think he's referring to. The only thing about an ace is yukubal. Just accept it. There's nothing more to say. Accept this. Hashem is going to do this. There's nothing more to say about it. Okay. So, let's discuss now the question, according to the Rabbah, before we go on to the next Hope we get to the other opinion here. So let's talk about the, the, the Rambam Shita here. Why, 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 why would Hashem be Mechayim Mesa? What's the purpose? One question we said was, why was this nace? Why this nace? Why is this nace the Iker? If it's really about belief in Nisan. And um, we'll get to this question too. But before that, I want to mention something else. The Rambam says the, it's a nace, so all it is is belief. You just got to believe it. Now, when it comes to Tchiyas HaMesim, there's a big focus on belief. The Gemara says in, in Sanajan Daf Tzadik, someone who denies Tchis HaMesim is from those who are in the Chayikla and Habo. Now, we're not getting into the fact that according to Ram, Tchis HaMesim and Habo are two different things, and that's a big problem, okay? But the Gemara says, why? Tana hu kafar b'Tchis HaMesim, l'fikach lo yehe l'chelik b'Tchis HaMesim. He denies it, so he doesn't get it. Okay, why dafka this? Why, why when it comes to Tchis HaMesim? If you deny it, you don't, you don't get it. And um, in the second Baruch HaShemar essay. We talk about Nemon Ato, Lachayes Mesim, Emunkayim Emunosay, the Shene Afar. So apparently, there's a major connection between Emunos and Chiyas Mesim specifically. Why? So let's just focus on the other question, then we'll get back to these questions. Why would Hashem be Mechayim Mesim? What does it accomplish? So Baruch Shakivanti, in this matter, to David Sakredish, he explains the Ramam Shita. He says the following, and then I would like to explain where I got this from, and uh, maybe this is where he reached his conclusion. He says, Here, why Hashem would do it according to the Ramam. Either in order to publicize the miracles of Hashem and his emunah in the world, his faithfulness, his own emunah. See, emunah means belief, and emunah means um, trustworthiness. So when we're saying, Hashem, you are trustworthy, you are faithful, you're going to do what you, what you really should be doing. Okay, so either he's going to do it k'day l'farsim nisei akadosh baruch hu v'emunasei ba'elam ve'im k'day she'asiguk tzas tainu gashmi oz k'yomim shen stag b'hem or so that for the pain that they suffer that tzadikim suffer in this world there's going to be that's going to be made right in that next life. So let me explain. So why is there such a thing as nisim? Where does this come from? I'd like to explain where this comes from. Or at least we are, why I reach conclusions too. Why are there such a thing as Nisim according to the Rambam? So the Rambam says Nisim that Torah famously, I think this is in, um, in Perches, right? The Rambam says Nisim happened because they need to happen. Why did the Kriyas Yamsuf happen? Because it was necessary. So what does that mean? What does that mean? There's reality, there's a world that follows its rules. And like we mentioned earlier, the Rambam believes that this world is inherently deficient. The material world has problems built into it. It cannot be perfect. This is the world that Hashem wanted, and this is the first year we spoke about is the Ram holds. We can't really talk about why, in the normal sense. He wanted a world that's deficient. This world is, does basically what he wants. But there are certain things that he wants that there's other, other retainers that this world doesn't supply. For example, a Klai social across the sea. That's not something that this Bria is going to to accomplish. But there's a, say we Hashem had a Ratzin for this world, 
He also has a rotsin, the Klai Sosha go across the Yamsa. He also has a rotsin, the Matasha turn into a Nachash. So we could talk about Hashem's Atonis. There's one rotsin called Bria. And this rotsin is vast, and you could study it and think about it, see what's, what, what's in it, and you understand certain deficiencies. It doesn't do everything that Hashem wants. It doesn't do all these things that we call Nisim. But when we say Nisim, an ace is no more, Bria Salem is obviously also an ace, right? So what we're just saying is there are other Ritzainists besides for this one vast ongoing Ratzin called Bria, there's also other Ritzainists. Like the, nach- like the Mata turning into Nachash, like Tchiyas Yamsuf, like Tchiyas Ames. Okay. The Ram also says in the Moira that the purpose of Nisim is Sheyiru Milfanov. Alakim also Sheyiru Milfanov. Which means it's important, and this gets to do with the question of, of an ace being masmin, being constant. Ne- the purpose of an ace is that people should know that it's an ace. So, not only are there other Ritzainists besides Fabria, besides Fabria Sinai, but it's also important for us to know that there are other Ritzainists. And that induces Yerub. How? Because we're part of we're familiar with the world. And we get comfortable with it. The knowledge, the awareness, right, maybe the awareness that there's some other Ritzainus besides for this world that we identify with and we feel comfortable with and, and it makes sense to us. The knowledge that there are other Ritzainus that don't fit into this permanent um, reality that dulls us to, to its miraculousness. The knowledge that there are these other Ritzainus induces Yira. Makes us realize there's something more. While the, the regular Bria, the regular Ratzin that's ongoing, you could get lulled you could lose the sense of error because it's, you're used to it. So there are other Ritzainists, and that's why there are Nisim, but we're supposed to be aware of these Nisim, and that gives us error. Okay, so let's talk about Chiyas now. The most fundamental deficiency of this world is death. All matter has to eventually cease to exist. It cannot last forever. The will of Chiyas then, let's analyze the will of Chiyas Besides for Hashem willing this world, which tends towards death and decay, He also wills, there's also another will, that there should be life, despite, despite this, I shouldn't say despite, that there should be a life, well, maybe let's say despite, but there's a life despite the rule of death. In other words, this, in this reality, there's death. Material things must die. There's another Ratzin. That things should not die. Now that ruts, and remember, it's temporary. Because Nisim have to be temporary. That's just a rule. The reason they have to be temporary, now you know why, is because they have to induce a sense of Yerah. That's the purpose of Nisim. But the ruts of the Nase, the Tzarek of the Nase, the Tzarek, what does Hashem want? He wants something which is the most contrary to this ruts. This ruts is to create a world that has this built-in deficiency, and there's another ruts to do something that goes counter to that deficiency. Okay, so now we could say, like the Avodah Sekreda says, that that Chizam that does two things. It's Mepharsim the Nisei Hashem ve'emunosai. It's Mepharsim Hashem's faithfulness. It's Mepharsim that Hashem, despite the fact that He created this unfathomable Bria, which has an inherent chesom, which is imperfect, and we cannot find a reason for it. There's an imperfection to it, which makes it something that we have to accept. It's not perfect. Despite that, he is a nemon, 
He is faithful to do something absolutely perfect. And that's what Chiesa Mason is. That he's going to act, in a, in a, 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 for one time he's going to act counter to these rules of, of the rules that he created, that things have to be deficient. Even those things are going to die themselves. No, because an ace is temporary. Because an ace is temporary. But at that moment of Chiesa Mason, there's a moment where that rule is, is abrogated, where the rule of deficiency is, is bottom. So that shows us the Muna. That shows us the Muna. And that, like the Avodah Sekredish says, is undoing all the evil. There's an evil inherent in reality, attendant to reality, an inescapable evil, that everyone suffers. Even Sadiqim suffer, and there's nothing to do about it, because that's what, what it means to be material. There's, there's, there's a certain suffering that's built in and necessary, Shram says in the Moira. And here it's saying, okay, fine. The world is imperfect, and Sadiqim suffer. That's going to be made up. That's going to be made up. So it's the imperfection of the world. There's Namuna, that the imperfection of the world, despite the fact that the world as we know it is imperfect, there's Namuna, and there's a Nemonis on Hashem's part, that he's going to do something. Eventually, once, he's going to do something perfect. Okay, I'm going to... So there's, there's the idea. So it's, so it's a Dabra of Talib Amuna. It's only achieved through Amuna. It, it's, it's completely about something which is not, which is the hepech of, of reality as we know. I'm going to be Mikatsa the next point. We'll skip something here to want to get to the, to the other sheet to here. Let's talk about the Ramban and, and, and the others in the, in the Ramban school. So he says it's to find a reward, the body and soul go together. So they say, they say that actually, and this is such a tremendous machlekes, according to the Rambam, the world is deficient, Chaymer is deficient, and, uh, and Chaymer's got to go, eventually. We have to become completely spiritual. That's, that's, that's the only perfection. The Ramban and the Vedas say, no, man is supposed to live forever. Inherently, the physical world is supposed to be perfect and eternal. Hate ruins it all. Okay, it ruins it all. Now, the says an amazing thing. He says, the Pasuk says, The Pasuk says, the Torah gives you eternal life. I, he says, Chazal say, that that's Adam Haba. Chazal say that that doesn't mean literally, you'll live forever. This is a shocking thing. He says, the reason why Chazal died in that was because they saw that there's death in the world. And therefore, they wanted to take these Lashaynas that do refer to eternal life to the body, that the, you could live forever, the Torah tells you to live forever. They wanted to change it to Chayel but they knew that in truth, the Torah really means this world, live forever, the Torah is supposed to make you live forever. Which is such a shocking statement. There's two ideas that I think are important to take out of that, and then I'll just say one more last thing on the... Um, on the Machlekes. Avedis HaKadosh says that Chazal say this, but they only said it because the Torah's true message, which is that the Torah makes man live forever, was so drastic, it's so drastic, and people are just not ready for it. Sometimes people are just so far from the Torah's, what the Torah is really saying, that if you tell them what the Torah is really saying, it wouldn't go in. It would, it would be meaningless to them. And Chazal knowingly made the Torah palatable to people, Given that people are familiar with death, you tell them the Torah says you live forever, look, nah, there's nothing to be meaningless to them. So they change what it means. And another very important thing is that you see from here 
that having a fundamental Havana in a matter beats everything. Because here you have a Maimah Chazal, you say, oh, Chazal say that, Chazal say the Pesach means that. And the Zavad Zakredish is willing to say, because he's so sure of his point, that, okay, Chazal, what you're saying that because they had to say that. You know, most people will tell you something like that, you think they're crazy. And maybe you don't have a right to say this, you know, unless you really have fundamental knowledge. But the point is, you've got to really know your stuff. Just, Amayim Chazal, you know... It's sometimes very true. Usually not, but sometimes it is. Okay, so, of course, according to these sheetas, Tchiyas HaMesim is very, very fundamental. It's the essence of reality, is that we're really supposed to live forever. That's, that's actually the way it's supposed to be. Now, what about the question that the Ramam says? And this, I want to end on this point, I guess, because we're running out of time. The Ramam says, why do you need a body? Kamar says, There's no achil of a shtia, so why do you need a goof? The Ramam says, Hashem doesn't do things of atala, and we know I need a goof. You need it for physical needs. If there's no physical needs, so why do you need a shtia? says the Ramban, and it's developed further. It's the Ramban and Shara Gmol, but it's developed further in the Vesai Kodesh. The body is Tzalem Alekim. The body is Tzalem Alekim. Now, if you remember, the Rambam says, Tzalem Alekim means the intellect. And the Avodah Sakredish says, Tzalem Alekim means the body is a symbolic representation of, of the divine. So the Rambam says like this, the only thing godly about a human is the intellect. And even that's L'Chayr. The body? I know what the body's for. Let's study it. Let's study science. We'll figure it out. The hands are for this, this is for that. Everything is for physical needs. The, the others say, no, the body, the body is its own Kim. It's a representation of the divine. You can't use science to figure out why you have a digestive system. Say, well, I understand, because there has to be physical. No, no, no. We know that the digestive system is, is symbolic of the divine. Why and how? Now, this is a big question. Why and how? If you're not eating, what are you going to do with it? And why? I don't know the answer to that. And I'm not sure. Hey, there's a lot, a lot to think about that, exactly. But the point is, the Rambam's approach is that we know what the body's for. It's for physical things. And that's because the Torah doesn't talk about the body being divine. It's for physical things. The, the Seichel is divine. And those who say that, that the body is a Tzalem Kim can say the body then two things. Number one, they could say the body should last forever. It's a Tzalem Kim. The Vizek Kodesh says if the, the body wouldn't last forever, it would be Mimayat Hadmus. It's like Mimayat Hadmus of Hashem. The body is a Tzalem Kim. It must last forever. And that brings us back to Tachas Abriya, if you remember. They, they understand the, the physical world as being purposeful and therefore perfectible. And it has to be perfected. What is the body going to be doing? That's also not a problem because the body is not what the Ram thinks the body is. If you think the body is merely there for physical things, it's not divine, then it's no reason why it should be perfected or to live forever. And why should it? There's nothing for it to do. So we find that these two Machalikism are developed. Uh, or, or go together. And let's do just one last point on the Ramchal, because it adds one thing. Ramchal further develops the, 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 the idea, and he says two in this matter, which I don't know, I don't know if he's the first to say that. But he says two things. He says, first of all, the Nisham is going to be mezachich, the body. So when we talk about the body, that body of Tchis Mesim says the Ramchal, is going to be a body that's purified. And it's going to be different and changed. In what way? I don't know. But that's important to keep in mind. Of course, Tzalem Kim means the body as we know it is Tzalem Kim. So there can't be a totally different body. There's what to think about that. And the other thing that the Ramchal says, which is related to that, is that a very important point. He says, Tchiyas is not just about the bodies. It's that the whole world 
is going to be destroyed and be nishadish in a different way. So the whole Matthias is going to become a different kind of, different surah of physical, physical Matthias, the details of which I don't, I don't know that Ramchal talks about. But then, according to the Yishitas, of course, we understand why it's about it, why Tchisem Esim is related so much about Amuna. It's so, it's, it flies against everything we, we experience. Atkadekach Chazal would even not say a Pasuk, not tell you that the Pasuk really means man is supposed to live forever, because that's something that's so against how we know things. Therefore, Tchisem Esim uniquely has a connection to Amuna, according to the other sheet. Thanks so much to everyone for listening to The Great Sources. Please remember to rate and review the podcast. That's how it gets out there to even more people. Thank you, and good night.